Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They're the Hans and Franz of crypto, Mitch and the Professor, featuring special guest Rebecca White. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we've got Rebecca White on the show. Before we talk to Rebecca, let's take a look at the crypto news from the Crypto Gen. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the Cryptocurrency News in a Flash with the Crypto Gent. Crypto advocate Patrick Byrne resigns as CEO of Overstock. Bitcoin Taiwan sues parent exchange for overbilling after July hack. And taking a look at the market, the biggest riser over the last 24 hours is Archain with a massive 190% rise. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the crypto gent. And it's back to you, Professor. Thanks a lot, crypto gent. Well, Mitch, what do you say? I think this one has been a long time coming. How about you? It has. It has. We've been trying to make this work since Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe even before. It yeah, was before, before Jersey. Before. Yeah. Because I remember we were talking to some people and I saw the the video of her in front of that food truck. Uh, <laughs> paying with yeah. crypto, and that was before I knew who she was, period, at all. And we were, I was like, hey, we should uh, we should get her on the podcast. And in fact, I think I said this lady. I said, I think yes. we should get this lady on the podcast. <laughs> yes, that that is what you said. And I remember seeing that video and I thought, wow, this is cool. You know, and I thought it was like current and it was a year old. I didn't even realize it was from an older tweet, you know, and I, I was like, oh, congratulations. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and she's like, well, yeah, that was a year ago. But yeah, <laughs> we're, we're good. <laughs> Let's get Rebecca in on this. Rebecca, yes, what's going on? Michelle. Hi. Uh, lots of stuff is going on. Very busy. Uh, <laughs> Lots of lots of stuff in the last three weeks. My life is like kind of turned upside down. So <laughs> never slow down. Never no, slow down. Um, it's speeded up. I'm drinking from a fire hose right now. So <laughs> <laughs> trying to make well, um, everything align, and um, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. Oh yeah, yeah. but you're you're out there putting a hundred in. You're putting a thousand in, if we're honest. And uh, yeah. you you never slow down, and it's amazing to watch. You've got you've got some drive and determination. And it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on. I'm super happy to be here. This is great. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a good one. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so like we always do, I want to start out. I want to figure out how you got into crypto first off and what you're doing right now. So why don't you let us know how you found out about crypto? Okay. What made you get into the space? What, what did you love about it? And what are you currently doing? All right. So um, back in 2000, and I think it was like 2014, my son um, got into graduate school to, for his PhD program, and his uh, thesis was on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. So everything he does, he's my only child, so of course I have to know everything he's doing. So I um, asked him you know, all the time, what are you studying? What are you writing? What are you doing? And he started explaining it to me. And then one Christmas he came home and we sat down at the computer and he sent me $5 in Bitcoin. And I bought some Bitcoin and um, just kind of messed around with it a little bit, put it aside. And then we go back once in a while. And I mean, I think it was like $250 of Bitcoin at that time. And I'd buy like $10 here or $15 there, whatever. And then um, 
it started to go up and he would text me or, you know, send me a message and be like, mom, do you see what's happening? And I'm like, I haven't really paid attention to it. So I started to really pay attention and see what happened. And I started buying more. And then um, he just sort of just talking with him. It was a really nice connection with him to talk and to learn. And um, now I think I know more than he does. I could probably write his paper, <laughs> <laughs> but his paper is published. So he did good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's the one that got me into it. And then I started, um, looking to other coins and I really started to look at Litecoin and, um, I really like Charlie Lee and, um, I just sort of started to just to get into understanding more about what it really is and doing my own research and reading a lot and watching Andreas Antonopoulos on YouTube and, um, it just exponentially grew. And I pretty much taught myself everything. I'm not computer oriented, but, um, you know, I, I decided I was going to get on Binance and I wanted to try to send some Ethereum there and buy some terrible coins that are terribly, <laughs> terribly <laughs> gone awry, but that's okay because it was a learning experience and I didn't buy that much. Um, but yeah, so every little piece, I just sort of thought, well, I can do this even though it's not my background. I'm, I'm in education. So I figure I can educate myself. I can continue to learn. And, um, so that's how I started. And, um, the last year, um, I've really interfaced with people on crypto Twitter and I hooked up with John Kim last year and John Moore. And, um, that's how that video for the food truck got started. Um, we started talking and I, just wanted to go and do it myself. And they were like, how about we engage other people? And, um, you know, with their help, it became kind of a sensation. I think that there's still people watching it, like 75,000 people or something have watched it. And I think that's really cool because it shows people how easy it is. And, um, but then, you know, Twitter's a lot of fun, but I still wanted to do more. So, the stars started to align and I hooked up with Dan Neal, who is with Breakthrough Blockchain. And that's a 503C foundation and accelerator. Um, I actually met him through Truth Raider, which is cool because you just interviewed him. <laughs> he hooked me up with him because he's from Pittsburgh. Um, Dan Neal is from Pittsburgh. And then another woman who is um, recently, she just moved to Pittsburgh from North Carolina, Laura Taylor. She's with Digibyte. Um, she reached out to me. And so in the last six weeks, the three of us have just sort of started an explosion in Pittsburgh between the foundation and we're starting a meetup and the meetup first day will be September 3rd. It's actually at a, um, wonderful space in Pittsburgh called Nova place, um, alloy 26. It's a co-space. And um, they gave us the space so that we can meet people and talk about break, uh, blockchain and crypto. And, um, and we already have 10 people officially signed up. There's 35 people that have signed up for our meetup. Um, but we're, gonna, we're just going to go from there. And we have lots of big plans. So I'm, I'm super, super excited. And I mean, this is all voluntary. I'm, you know, it's my passion. And I'm really excited for it. Well, you'd have 36 if I wasn't quite so far away. So. Uh, <laughs> you can join the meetup. You don't have to come. <laughs> Although, cat. There you help. go. Now, hey, if you if you do it video, if you do it via video when you guys do the meetup, yeah, then we can join, right? Okay. So, baby, so that step. just 
<laughs> that just expands the whole horizon, does it not? Actually, I have to say, um, Change Angel is sponsoring us. Um, Laura has a great relationship with them, and I'm starting to get to know them more. And um, Pivix is going to be there. Brian Dorian is coming. Um, we have a lot of really cool things. So as we get familiar with how we're going to do this, this is definitely we want to live stream because maybe somebody can't come, but we want to invite them as a speaker. Um, but we would like to have people. I'd like to have John Moore come and do a business, small business setup so that people can understand how they can accept cryptocurrency, get the food trucks there, all that kind of stuff. So we have lots of really good ideas. Really excited about it. That's Man, awesome. That sounds awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you have you seen what Block to Central is doing with the VR conference? I have. Oh, that's going to be sick. Yeah, they actually have one on the 17th, the same day that we're in St. Louis. They reached out and asked us if we wanted to have a booth at this virtual reality conference. Um, and I wanted to arrange a thing where we could actually have like that whole meetup streamed live into the VR conference, but it just wasn't going to work on a time frame wise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's literally just a, it's a straight up virtual reality conference. You, you can join either on a computer or a phone if you don't have a VR headset, uh, or you can join in total VR and you just yeah. you walk in and just like you're standing in a crypto con conference and there's booths set up with individual people, like with the actual people in their booths and there's a main stage and oh my God. it's cool. So yeah, yeah there's, uh, there's people making this kind of thing happen where we can all kind of come together mm -hmm. from around the world. I mean, as this tech improves and as VR improves and internet speeds improve, uh, it's not like inconceivable that all of us can actually just be standing in a room together on VR. Yeah from across the world without having weird delays and stuff like that and actually have like a seamless conference. Like, like it's going to be crazy. It's, it's cool. really cool. I actually, um, I put it on Twitter today that I have, I'm on a VR project at where I work. Um, we're doing innovation and um, we do a lot of training when people go into our sites, they have to be trained before they can go in and do the work because it's dangerous and you know, you want to make sure that they know what they're doing. But the only way to train them was to let them go into the site. And now we are building a virtual reality um, training uh, software piece that people can go inside the piece of equipment, put on the per their personal protective equipment. Um, they have to follow the directions. They have to look and make sure there's no foreign objects and they have to go through stages and then they have to pass a test at the end. And if they don't pass it, they don't get to go to work. <laughs> so which That's actually, awesome. it's super cool because it keeps people safe. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just a much better tool and, um, it's such a great learning experience and I'm learning because, uh, you know, I don't go into the equipment, I buy the equipment, but, um, now I'm learning about what people see inside. And so it is, it's really fascinating. And I, I, I think virtual reality and all the augmented reality artwork that everybody's doing is quite interesting and lovely. So. Yeah, it just continues to blow my mind. No matter how much I've already loved tech, it's just like it just constantly keeps getting amazing, more okay. amazing. You know, yeah. like and and like the medical purposes of VR too are crazy. Like phantom pains for for uh, dismemberment and stuff like that. I mean, it's crazy that you can just set up a VR thing that makes it look like you have an arm, and and suddenly your phantom pains go away because your head clicks and it works. Yeah. You know, like they've done this before with mirrors and things, but. Um, now having the ability to just do it without having to physically build anything, you know, you just change a little bit of software and, and you're off. Like it's yeah. crazy. I'm so excited for the future. There's so many cool things that are happening and it's, uh, I can't, I can't learn enough fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, so tell us, you, you mentioned, you know, that you, 
got into Litecoin and you were, you know, you really liked um, Charlie Lee or you really like Charlie Lee, what, what is it, what is it about Charlie that attracted you to, you know, to him per se? And was it him first or was it the Litecoin family? Because I was, I was captivated by the family, how, how tight the group is and how, how interconnected they all are. And to be a part of that is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so before, when I first got involved with crypto Twitter, I mean, I was on Twitter forever and nobody ever talked to me. So it was like one of those things I kind of, yeah, I'm like, Hey, but I, I used it more as like information about what was going on in my city and just like hooked up with all the art world and food and you know restaurants and activities that were going on so i used it more of as information but then i got involved with the litecoin family but it was pre the cool john kim litecoin family it was like kind of like a train wreck family <laughs> was, i don't know if you know much about what the i don't want to mention names but um it got a little weird and out of control so it wasn't the family the litecoin family kind of thing that really brought me in it was really charlie um you know, I started to do a little um, research, just like to try to understand where he came from. I know he went to MIT. I know he worked for Google. You know, I knew he went to Coinbase. I watched a documentary with my son called The Rise and Rise of Bitcoin. And that was mostly about um, Mt. Gox, uh, but also before Mt. Gox, what was going on when people were buying miners at the beginning. And that actually was filmed in Pittsburgh, which is kind of cool. Um, so my son and I watched that and Charlie has a very small piece of it. Um, but for some reason, I don't know if it's just his demeanor and he just sort of, I just gravitated to him. Like I trusted him and I know that that's not enough to like invest in something, but I just sort of, maybe it's woo woo, but I, I felt like he was like the real deal. And then I know a lot of people got like really bent out of shape about him selling his like coin and 2017 in December, but I felt that that was very honest and separated him more. Um, and you know, I'm I'm in for the long run. I wasn't in looking for a quick buck. I'm I'm not even. I don't even know anymore if I'm. I'd like to make some money, but I'm really just That's more your focus. Yeah, it's more interesting to see how this is playing out. You know, all this stuff that's been going on on Twitter recently. With I don't even know. Like I just don't even want to know about it. You know, that was going to, that was actually going to bring up the next segment of my question was what your thoughts were on the quote unquote family feud going on, you know, between all these tokens. And it's like, you see so much negativity flying back and forth and it's almost like childish. It's like, come on, are you serious? What is the necessity of that? And, you know, why the need to do so? I just don't get it. Well, and that's sort of the, that was sort of the focus when Laura and I started talking and Dan, and when we, we all started talking, you know, Laura is like, she's uh, Digibyte, uh, like she is on their foundation. She, you know, she's really heavily involved and she wants to see everybody else succeed in, as well as Digibyte. And I'm, I'm not on the Litecoin Foundation, but I definitely am interested in helping them in any way, sure. shape, or form. I'm interested in helping uh, Bitcoin ATMs. I'm interested in helping anybody who can bring this all to sort of a bubble where people start to pay attention to it. So I well, round, round that up, round that up and say, I'm, I'm into crypto. I'm into advocating yeah. for crypto, right? We are, yeah, right. we're all at, into advocating for crypto. So to point out, 
you know, to separate con uh, coins or projects and to say ours is better, you know, this one's bad and this, you know, just to put that out there, when you have new people coming into the space, that's what they see. And it's yeah. like, do you want that to be what you portray to people that this is about? Or do you want it to be portrayed as what it should be about and what it is mostly? And that's yeah. unity amongst the community. And right. that's just my thought. So it, it's frustrating to see. And I'm hoping that, you know, sooner or later, these these people that are in this back and forth will just grow up and let it go. I mean, yeah. seriously. It, it's frustrating. Remember, we have to remember Bitcoin led to Litecoin. Litecoin led to Digibyte, right? I mean, we are, we're linked. And I think yeah. when, when you link arms, when you have good projects, you link arms and you rise together. You know, I mean, I That's just, right. as a much, much bigger picture than a little tiny, I'm not worried about this, that. We're fractions that. otherwise. Yeah, we're right, fractions. Right. Just I mean, art. Let's weed out the people or the projects that we don't want that we know are toxic. <laughs> let's find yes. the ones that are good and let's let's move forward. Right, exactly. Thank you for your input on that. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> so going back, you kind of mentioned Mount Gox briefly. I just I was kind of curious. Have you seen what Brock Pierce is doing to try to bring that back? I've seen a little bit um, about that. You know, I, I think the last thing I really read about Mount Gox was that Mark Carpellis, um, is he still in jail or is he out of jail? I, I'm not really sure. I think what I've read um, was that he, in Japan, it's very complicated. Actually, it would be complicated anywhere because when, when Mt. Gox was compromised, Bitcoin wasn't worth as much as it was now. Right. So usually when people are robbed, <laughs> it's gone or whatever. Well, when they recover, now it's worth way more. So is he still a criminal or I don't know, like how do you sort that out? So that was what I've kind of been reading about. I, but I know that Brock Pierce was trying to, was he trying to recreate and build that up again or tell me more about it? Uh, you know, I'm not super well versed in all the details in it either. I was kind of curious if you had more insight on it, but what, from what I understand, uh, I believe Mark Capellas actually got a suspended jail sentence so that he was not actually incarcerated, but is still technically, and I could be wrong this, so I'm just trying to go by memory here on that. But, um, but the, I think what Brock was trying to do was he took ownership of it or, you know, bought it out and was trying to find a way to pay back creditors. Uh, and like you, like you mentioned, the biggest thing in that whole situation is that the Bitcoin was worth a lot less back then. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, on one hand it's, uh, you know, it looks nice in the fact that these people would be getting, if they got their Bitcoin back, they'd be making money. So like you say, is he a criminal or is he not? Um, but on the other hand, it's like, you know, where is the Bitcoin? I know there's a lot of it that's been, uh, held. And so like, can they, are they actually going to be able to distribute the payments in the actual Bitcoin or are they going to have to liquidate and pay it back in dollars? And so there's, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing. I know Peter McCormick did a, a podcast series on it that I haven't had a chance to listen to. And I think that might be a good start for more info, but, um, yeah, I'm curious as well. I, I kind of would like to learn more. Um, I am, however, that reminds me, I'm in a, a telegram group. That's a Gox rising predator discussion or something like that. It's, it's Brock is in it. Actually, there's not very many people. Maybe I'll reach out to him and see if I can get him on the show and we can maybe learn a little bit more. That'd be interesting. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'll try that. So, so it says your son uh, married a smart modern woman, and your sister married a smart modern man. 
where do you put yourself in that mix? Um, I think I'm a, I'm a definitely a smart modern woman and married a smart modern man myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, um, my life has been an interesting path. Um, I was married previously for a short period of time and, um, I met my husband now we've been together 21 years and, um, he's fantastic. And yeah, you know, we, we look at life as, um, we're in it together. If, if one day he's looking a little bit down, I try to pick up the slack. If I'm having a struggle, he tries to pick up the slack. There's no like division of anything. We just feed off each other and we kind of are lucky that we both, we like a lot of the same things. I mean, we don't necessarily like everything that's the same, but we have a lot of the same interests and we've carved out a pretty nice life for ourselves. And, um, I feel that, um, I, and when my son brought home his new, his wife, they got married last year, but, um, I liked her from the beginning. I just knew that they were a good couple and she's super bright. And, um, she's actually graduating with her law degree and a master's degree in December. And uh, nice. she's still working on the PhD. <laughs> it takes a little bit longer, <laughs> but um, yeah. But they're um, you know they're making their way, and that makes me happy. And yeah. And then my sister, she met a wonderful man a couple of years ago, and they got married last year, and that was super fun. And we just love it's just it's just lovely. So we're we're all really fortunate. We're we're That's living cool. the best life. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. You got, you got to just have a good time, right? I mean, what's the point if you're just stressed out all the time? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we're in it together and that's how like, we all try to help each other out. And yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky. So it's a nice life. Absolutely. So I got to ask you, <laughs> I need to know more about the deranged big bird that lives in your town. <laughs> what what oh is the deal God. with that? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I live in the silliest neighborhood in Pittsburgh, but the best neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) So we live, um, you know, obviously Sesame Street. I mean, I know it was filmed in New York, but all all this creative, Mr. Rogers, all these things on PBS, it's really kind of started at WQED in Pittsburgh. So this deranged, I've never met the deranged bird, but I, I get pictures whenever this person is, and I'm, I'm going to say he, but it might be a she, I don't freaking know, it's a big bird. So he just wanders around and it's like a drunken big bird, right? So <laughs> I don't like disheveled clothing and then the head, and the, but the eyes are kind of like, it's kind of drunk. I really want to meet the big bird. <laughs> <laughs> But I did not, I've never, I've never met him. But when there's a big bird sighting, <laughs> there's plenty of photog- photographers out. That's amazing. About. Well, yeah. If you ever catch him and you can get to him, you got to figure out if he uses crypto. I, oh my <laughs> gosh, I will definitely do that. <laughs> could you imagine the interview with Big Bird? Oh yeah, there you go. Big Bird. I would love that. Actually, it's yet. funny that you brought that up because I was thinking about him or her the other day. I'm like, we haven't had a spotting for a while, so I hope Big Bird's okay. It's right around the corner. Yeah. He's, he's just hiding out. He's waiting for this episode. It's my turn. It's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, you wore your uh, Litecoin socks to your MRI when you had yeah, a back did. Oh my God. How, what kind of conversations did that spark? Well, it's, you know, it did actually, the technician was um, curious about the socks. He was like, what is that? What's that symbol? And, you know, so we talked about it a little bit and, you know, it was a, 
it made a scary situation a little bit more lighthearted and fun. And, and yeah. I'm happy to say that the MRA came out in a very positive manner. So it was good. Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of funny. I mean, anybody, you know, I love, I love, um, um, cryptos, the socks and I love, um, uh, kimchi socks. Like I, so in the winter I'm constantly with all my swag I have to wear. <laughs> I took them to Croatia last year. I was snapping pictures. My husband's like, what is wrong with you? We're like in 90 degree weather. I'm on the beach taking pictures of my socks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, oh, they're so soft and cute. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Where did you get your socks from? Is that kimchi oh, or crypto man? Yeah, kimchi. Some of them from kimchi. And I, have the, I have the Dogecoin and the Bitcoin ones. And then uh, cryptos, I have the Litecoin ones. Um, I need more. <laughs> look, up the, uh, look up the crypto man. Uh, crypto T O E man. Oh man. He does, uh, okay. he does some pretty cool socks too. He, he does a lot of ripple stuff, but he's got some uh, non ripple socks too. So. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely, I mean, I try to like, I try to buy things from everybody because oh, yeah. everybody trying to make their way, you know, There's I mean, so many ninja and um, whale clothing and geez Louise of uh, crypto phantom. Yep. I mean, there's just so many. There's a I lot. just wish I Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> and, and there's so many really I'm running good out of room like for t-shirts. And I awesome. have your t-shirt. Yeah. Where? I Wait, want I don't see it. What? I don't what, it what t-shirt? Oh, come on. <laughs> it is amazing. And it looks so good with the black jeans because it's just like that orange. It just pops out. I can't wait. Yeah, like that's, and it's great. And in the high heels, I'm like, I'm going nice. to <laughs> Is it really comfortable? <laughs> I love it. It's, it's very it? comfortable. Yeah. And Good. it is when I first saw it, I was like, flip flops, t shirt, you know, and I'm like, I don't really want flip flops. And I was like, I'll get the t shirt. And the picture doesn't do it justice, you know, like no. it is a really beautiful piece of fabric and it fits well and it, and it's just gorgeous and it's a great print. So that's why when I said, I was like, who designed this? It's really fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's it. awesome. It's I'm reaching through the phone, patting him on the back right now. He does do some pretty <laughs> awesome work. It's, so. it's nice. I, I just get lucky half the time. I just move some graphics. Whatever, Mr. Modest. Right. Okay, yeah, sure. You just get lucky. I've got a, I've got okay. a new design that we've, I put together on that same shirt. You know, that same uh, all over print type of shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I've showed Mitch. We haven't really talked mm-hmm. in detail about how we're going to use it yet. Yeah. Um, it's not something that really fits as like a a selling type shirt, but I feel like it would be an excellent fundraiser or, you know, charity type shirt. Um, it's pretty colorful. It's got a heart on it. It's got some tie dye on the back with the experience, the community statement. And, uh, I I think, I think we're going to have to get a a run of these made and figure out some sort of a charity or fundraiser to use them for. Um, cause I think, I think it's a design design that you'll dig. I think it's right up your alley. So (laughs) <laughs> you know, you know what, you know, that just, that just sparked some thought here. What if we took those, say, let's say we order three shirts mm-hmm. and we hold a contest on Twitter for three people to win those shirts and the people that win the shirts then have to do small menial task, but something to generate, um, uh, awareness, right? So like, you know how, when you're, you're walking for breast cancer or you're running for this, or you're bowling for that, right? So they have to do a small task in that regard. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll find a charity, just like you said, and we can, we can have those three people post and do an event, if they're willing to do so, obviously, 
yeah. you know, and maybe we put that in the stipulations in the beginning, but they host a charity event where they're bowling for dollars or whatever the case may be. And all of crypto Twitter can donate towards their strike count or their pin count. Right. Uh, just, just something fun where it actually, it takes our t-shirt and it gives it to them, right. To help promote awareness of, of cryptocurrency. And at the same time, we're also promoting cryptocurrency by cryptocurrency helping feed an adoption or feed an, uh, uh, charity. Right. I love right. it. So well, I don't what about know, this? Just, I'm thinking out loud here. The exact same thing you just said, but instead of having it be a contest at the beginning, just put it out there where people can apply. They just send us a thing and say, Hey, I want to do this. This is my, yeah. this is my event that I'd like to do. And there you go. Come up with like two or three shirts. Uh, yeah. and then the rest would be up to them, but we could give them the few shirts to sponsor it and then see what happens. I love it. That's a great idea. I like it. They should call. There needs to be a call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, overall there should be, there's there's some more discussion to be had on this. I think we need to put our heads together later and uh, come up. Well, you know, consider this the leak, ladies and gentlemen, consider this the leak. We'll be working on this and it might not be that big of a surprise, but it still will be. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I think that's great. Sweet. I'll, uh, I'll drop a picture of the shirt in the Twitter DMS here after the podcast. You can check it out. There cool. you go. Cool. Oh, you're not going to talk again? <laughs> I, I, I thought it was your talk. turn. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. No, you, you, <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're adding to our blooper show, so it's all good. Oh, we've got great bloopers. <laughs> like, uh, I've got one of you from the last show, Mitch. or the Yeah. The last one I edited. It's a, it's a great one. It's a great one. <laughs> Free, it was involves free candy. I won't. Uh... Yeah, I know what it is. I knew what it was. As soon as you said it, I was going to blurt it, but you stopped me. Good. Thank you. We'll keep it clean for the show, but that's. I thought you said you were going to put that on the YouTube video and not cut it, but you cut it. Well, yeah, because well, when I was doing the YouTube video, I was planning on just uploading the actual video, the straight dump from Zoom. I was going yeah. to edit the audio and release the edited podcast, but then just dump all the video on YouTube. Um, yeah, but it was too weird because of the way we started and all that. And so it was like, it was kind of like the way we started this one because yeah. the same thing we forgot to tell them. And so they were talking like, well, we were and so unedited. It was just really weird. Edited is good. But so, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. but we got to get started on video. We got to do all video all the time at some point here soon. I think so. You know, and I, I mean, we're getting close. These are just kind of helping me warm up to how to use it. Right. And exactly. You know, how to, how to interact. And you know, the cool thing is, is that you can, you know, you can, it helps us communicate without talking to each other, you know, in, in one form or another. So I, I think there's some, some usage to that as well. Oh yeah. And you know, we should probably give a big shout out to Dustin from CoinFlip. Oh yeah. Because number one, he's awesome. Daniel's awesome too. But we asked, yeah. we asked Dustin what the gym token recommendation was and keep in mind, we recorded with them almost a week ago yes. and their, their suggestion was link. And if anybody's been watching the markets today and yesterday, link has been climbing like a some bitch. And yes, <laughs> really? bitch, I actually bought it this time. I oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Not only did I buy the $10 <laughs> worth for uh, us, but I also filled my own little bag of it because it looked nice. So, I, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it was a small bag. It was a very small you know, bag, but I had to get some company. And they actually, I've been, I've interfaced with um, Ken, who grew up in Pennsylvania, but he lives in Florida. 
And so I started to talk to him before I knew Dustin or, you know, anybody else from CoinFlip. And they've been putting, um, they have four uh, BTMs in Pittsburgh proper right now. And they're putting another one in, I think, somewhere. But um, so I went and I did a little video and I screwed it up. It, it was terrible. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was, it was just like, I went and I used it and I thought I knew what I was doing. And then I just kind of flubbed it, but whatever, I made a mistake. So, um, but it's easy to use. It was just being videoed, doing it. I got like a little bit out of sorts. Um, but the, the, the company, their fees are so low compared to the other ones that are in Pittsburgh. They're like 6%. And then they had like some promotion over the 4th of July that gave you a little bit off that. Everybody else here is like 13%. I mean, I don't know who's using the other, the other ATMs. Go to CoinFlip. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why you pay more. It doesn't make sense. Everybody's greed. You know, Everybody's I'm going to tell you that in my case, if I had any ATMs here, the only reason that I wouldn't be using a coin flip is because it would have to be somebody else's because I don't have any Bitcoin ATMs here. However, after our podcast, I learned that they're putting one in Billings, Montana, which is 150 miles from me. Oh, wow. So finally, then my entire state, I looked up Montana Bitcoin ATMs and there was like two of them on the map. And then I looked up those two and it showed no longer in service. So I was like, shit, what the crap am I going to (laughs) do? Now, you guys are going to Vegas though, right? No, um, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to make it. Mitch is trying. I don't know if he's going to be able to or not. I was going to say we could go do uh, the ATM there. It's, it's, you know, after after being here with Clint and having some discussions and some opportunities, uh, you know, it's it's definitely on my list of possibilities. However, you know, as anything right now, I think my biggest issue is going to be funds to yeah. um, to get there, right? But, when, but when we're there, it, you know, if if there's a possibility to like share some space, you know, I'll, I'll take floor space, whatever. Um, yeah. And if it's just a matter of getting down there, you know, trips to Vegas aren't really that that expensive any, nowadays. Not with right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no, mm-hmm. but you know, the other part of it is. I got to try and find the funds for the show too. Right. And right. I didn't get the earlier bird specials or none of that stuff. Um, I would absolutely love to go. And if I do end up going, it might just be me hanging out in the lobby and, you know, wearing <laughs> my campfire garb and talking to people out there, Yeah, you know, um, well, but knowing so many people from, you know, from people are community, everybody's but, like, let's split the cost. Let's like, well, even that. that, you know, knowing so many people from the community, I don't think I'd have any shortage of uh, interaction with people while I was there. Well, Mitch, oh my you're getting something. No. You know, all you have so. to do is reach out to the, the summit as crypto campfire and request a press pass. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not that okay. that's okay. necessarily going to work, but you might try it. <laughs> you know what? I know people, so we, who knows? Know you know, we know people, so yeah. you know, you never know. I know people. We got know. press passes yeah. for crypto. Investing. I really have no power to do anything, but I do know people. Yeah, we, we, it's nice to think that we do. It feels good to think about it and pretend like we have. Power. There's, there's going to be people listening that you know to this podcast that 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 you know they just might. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not setting my expectations. Somebody might have well, a press pass. Uh, Mitch is officially unofficially requesting a press pass for the Litecoin summit. There you go. There you go. Well, I hope see what happens at some point, professor. (laughs) I didn't meet you in Jersey. So yeah, you're not coming to St. Louis, right? 
No, I'm going, actually, I'm going to New York City. Um, my son and his wife are there. He uh, did two conferences, uh, uh, professional conferences for his sociology degree. Um, and they're flying back to Tucson. So we're flying to New York because we want to see them. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to spend some time with the kids. And and then, um, yeah. Nice. So I can't get to St. Louis. I'll make yeah. it. You know, uh, the, the, we're going to be doing a live show at the Crypto Invest Summit in L.A. in October. Okay. Is, Mitch, is that the week before or the week after the Litecoin Summit? It's the week before. And that's one of the other reasons why, yeah. you know, because of having two back-to-back like that, uh, I just don't know where I'm going to be at work-wise and financially with work-wise. If hell, you know, if everything aligned just right and I got everything done before then, I could just stay in between the two because my parents are, you know, my parents are down south. Uh, I got I got family in uh, Arizona. I got family in California. I got family in, um, you know, and and family in Texas. So. You know, actually, my uncle was saying, you know, hey, when you come down, hook me up. I'm only, about, you know, about an hour out of Los Angeles. So I was like, well, OK, so I might have a couple of a uh, couple of opportunities. So maybe it'll just turn into one flight. And then I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see what the stars happens. may align for you. Yeah, that's what I always say. The stars <laughs> and <may> it's <laughs> I just kind of go with the flow now. And Clint has taught me to go with the flow of the universe because. <laughs> If it's meant to be, it's going to happen. You even got That's the Westwood Arms going there. People, Westwood Arms. People can't see it in the audio, but he's got the Westwood Arms. <laughs> it's true. I was not going to go to New Jersey, and uh, Randy pressured me through Twitter. I'm like, I just got home. I'm coming home from Berlin. I've been away for two weeks. I'm going to be jet lagged. He's like, you have to go. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did. It was so much fun. And I met so many awesome people and um, it was the best time. So totally worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. So I got to know, do you still leave Bitcoin chocolates when you pay for food or restaurants? You have one right there. I have one left that I kept for myself. Um, but no, I... I did do that because I ordered them at Christmas to put in people's stockings and, you know, just to give out. And then I gave some to my coworkers who are always like, stop talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, when I do the tip, I, I always leave a tip in cash and I leave a note and I put my Bitcoin chocolate coin. That's amazing. So. Has that ever uh, <laughs> resulted in further interaction or, or any interesting conversations? Um, no, not really. Although, um, when I met Laura and, um, Katie and Val, we had lunch together um, when she first moved to Pittsburgh. We, we got together and just, just to commiserate. And um, after we ate, I didn't have a Bitcoin chocolate, but I did ask the waitress if she understood that we had a, a, a meetup, a, bit, a cryptocurrency meetup or a blockchain meetup. And she's like, I don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I said, you will. Someday you will. Someday. So remember this day. And um, yeah, so <laughs> try to engage little bit every time that's good though i mean it's uh planting that seed that we were talking about earlier right yeah and cat helped me i'm getting seed cards so i'm really excited nice. about that she did the graphic for me and um i paid her in litecoin and she paid the company in fiat <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i'm gonna start planting more seeds around Pittsburgh too that's awesome yeah you know my uh my mother-in-law I had this idea of throwing a, a 
Bitcoin coin, like little physical Bitcoins out at a parade. Oh, that's a good idea. And I don't know if I'm sure somebody's done this, obviously, but um, I kind of thought about make, getting some Bitcoins made, whether they were plastic or whatever, um, yeah. that had a QR code on the back yeah. linked to just some, just a good source of information, like no, no referral links, none of that crap, but just some right. straight up, here's what Bitcoin is. Here's some reputable wallets. Here's how to keep yourself from getting scammed. Right. Here's whatever else you need to know. And just kind of throw them out places. People are going to pick them up. They're going to be interesting. Some will go there. Some will be thrown away. Yeah. I think that's a cool idea, yeah. especially like at a Halloween parade or something, you know, like just get them out there. And the, the card that Kat made me has the Litecoin QR code on it. So nice. it'll take, yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. And then it has my Twitter handle on the back and, um, and a space to write down your seeds if you want to, you know, if you get a wallet. So I hope people contact me and ask me about what it is. I think that, and I think it's just kind of cool. It's like finding a pen pal, you know, right. yeah, if, <laughs> on if Twitter, you, uh, maybe somebody will contact me that says something besides, hi, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, what are you doing? <laughs> if you get, uh, if you get to talk to somebody as a result of one of those, we want to hear about it. Oh yeah, I will definitely. I'll let you know. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I assume I'll get them pretty in the next week or so. And um, I also ordered stickers. I can't remember. Oh, a lot of money had a referral. Um, or money a lot of. I always get oh. it backwards. He's the guy that did my banner yeah. on my Twitter page. Oh gosh. Yeah, money's this, amazing. We did you oh catch the God. interview we did with him? Oh. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I did because he was he was nervous, and I think he did a great job. Awesome. I, I don't know why his his language skills are better than mine. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I'm gonna have to be drunk to talk. And although maybe that was what did it, I don't know. But he did a good job. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, no, he is fantastic. We it was so nice interfacing with him, and I mean, like he's like, tell me about yourself, and I of course because you can see I talk a lot. I was like, da, 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 writing all this stuff. He's like, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what to do. <laughs> That's awesome. He's really yeah, good at that. But, he, he's really good at just talking to somebody for like two minutes and yeah. just knocking out this most, the most amazing design that really embodies that person. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's amazing. He is. So he, yeah. So he had this referral and it's sticker mule or sticker. Something. Oh yeah. That's and what I use. Right. I love that place. Yeah. Um, so I ordered the little, it's like a heart with the Litecoin, silver Litecoin in it. And then it says pay with Litecoin. So I ordered a bunch of those. So I'm going to put them in the swag bags that we're doing for our meetup. Nice. Um, yeah. And then I thought that'll be fun to kind of, I'll just be like, Ken, is it Bozak or I don't know is how to pronounce his last name. I think name, it's but Bozak, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to put it on an airplane, but I will put it on a plane. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, people give me ideas, you know, like, oh, my God, like, oh, stickers are such a great thing because people put them all over the place and, you know, gives you ideas. So, yeah. <laughs> Ken's going to have to come on the show, too. We, we were scheduled to go on his uh, streaming with strangers thing, and then I had to cancel that because we had some other stuff and I haven't rescheduled that. But I need to reach out to him and, and get him here to see how he's doing. I know he oh, wasn't feeling fun. so good after his... Uh, girlfriend situation but i think yeah i think he's, he's, he's in the futurist right now with a whole bunch of people um yeah, I and i look like they're having fun i've never met ken i was hoping to meet him in new jersey but he actually flew out to california um but he just seems like such a sweet soul and yeah i i hope i get to meet him at some point too so definitely do it. that'd be sweet on the show. <laughs> I, I almost met him once before i knew who the hell he was 
at, at a block show in Vegas in 2018. He, uh, I just remember I was sitting maybe like three quarters of the way back and the first dude to answer a question stood up and he's wearing this construction uh, vest, the bright orange construction vest with a hat and all kinds of shit all over him. You know, you know how he looks. He's amazing. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and he asked the question and it was hilarious. I mean, he was just funny immediately. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then later, maybe a week or two later, I actually found him on Twitter and was like, oh my God, that's the dude with that's the, the guy. Vest from the blog show. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I can tell he's like my spirit animal, you know, like <laughs> he's somebody that I would gravitate to immediately because he's unique and um, he sparkles when he's around. He really does. He's a cool dude. And he's, he, uh, he lights up, like you say, he's, when, when he's uh, excited about something, he's just glows. It's kind of crazy, but he's, uh, he's a cool dude. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's, there's seriously, there's, I, it's insane how there is absolutely no shortage of just down to earth, <laughs> real people in this space. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, you know, I've been on Facebook, right. And eh, whatever it, it, it pales in comparison to crypto Twitter and even Twitter itself pales in comparison to this community. I, yeah. I, the, the the you know even even the salt even the crap even the you know crude jokes whatever it's like it's still such a fun space to be in and you know you're gonna have negativity everywhere you go but my view is take the positive approach and you know shine light on it and and let them let them see that and who knows what'll happen from it but yeah. I don't know I just I just got a lot of I got a lot of uh I got a lot of love for this community. I really do. And I'm um, very happy and proud to be here. Me too. So, I mean, it's, yeah. um, it's a good feeling. And I, I agree. You know, sometimes I get involved with the DGENs because they make me laugh. I love those guys. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. They're they can so talk good. all they want. But, like you know, it. it's just a matter of humor. Yeah. So. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't have to pay attention to it. I mean, I see things I don't like and I move on. I don't report people. I'm not like, don't do that. Blah. You know, like, it's just not for me. Whatever. But, um, but I do, I see some, so much goodness and so much camaraderie and people who are really interested in this space, you can, where else do you like just DM somebody and say, I saw you post this. Can you tell me more about the books that you read about TA or whatever? And they write back to you, you know, like you get a response. If you're genuine, you, you, right. you know, people are really very um, open and, and they're happy to share. And I think that's why it's such a positive community, even though sometimes they're salt, but you can make that even silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can, you know, and you, but you gotta, sometimes you gotta look for the humor yeah. and sometimes you gotta just think outside, you think from a different level of your brain because some, you just can't put your head around some of it. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the fun was this morning was about the tattoo for, for my friend Witty, right? Oh, we're we're right. working on on getting him a tattoo, and uh, the deal was supposed to be he was going to get it tattooed on his unit, but oh, I don't dude. think that he's going to follow through <laughs> with that. that uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his wife would be down with that. Well, you know that was the challenge, but we'll see what happens. Come on, it only hurts for a week or two. Right? I mean, you know. <laughs> You'd have fun putting Sav on it, whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but you know he's he's covered on eighty percent of himself with tattoos anyway. So running out of space. So yeah, yeah, you know, that's a good excuse. 
be that the you know we don't want a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you then have to find an artist to want to put it there. But anyway, but you know, at least the design the, was made by money. So oh, yes, yes, yeah, money and that's what money. we call folks the money shot. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> do do do. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't resist that. Oh my god, I could not resist that. So, um, <laughs> on that note, I I have one more question for you. Okay. Um, if you could have the power to do anything in the world, what would it be? And what would you use that power for? Oh my gosh, that's a hard question. I had the power to do anything in the world. No thought required. No thought required. Man, I thought you were going to ask me what I thought the price of Bitcoin was going to be or something. No, that's too easy. <laughs> if I had the power, man, if I had the power to do anything in the world, I would, I, I guess the easiest thing for me in my mind is just to make this a much more peaceful place and for people to take care of each other and to not just spread. I know this sounds socialist and I don't want to sound like an idiot, but like just spread love, help people. When you feel compelled, help someone stop the war, stop the damage. So just let's like, let's just live. You mean, you mean be human? Be, be a human being and and yeah just be oh, i yeah. say it all the time be nice don't use it's not that hard to do it's a hard concept for some people you know. though you don't like yeah. really can you don't imagine like the progress we could make if we could all actually manage to work together yeah yeah you just, know what i really i really believe that in in hearing that from you there's so many people that put on that salty front so to speak or put on that you know that front but if you get past the layers on the onion, there's really a genuine and true and humble human or, you know, fun human being inside there yeah. and actually do does care. But just because of whatever reasons in their life, that that's just their wall. That's their defense. Right. And that's the walls they put up around them to protect them from whatever it may be. So that, that's my take on it. Um, for the most part, when it comes to all of the people I've witnessed here in the space, um, but I commend that answer. That was that was a very that was a very humbling and very honest answer, and I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for the question. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, you know, I had to leave you with the thinker. So on that note, um, thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on the show. This has been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, it was worth the wait and worth the efforts to to get us together here tonight. So thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you, Professor. And um, have a great time next weekend, Mitch. Tell everyone I said hello. Uh, well, we, we're we, get, we definitely will have plenty of fun. Yeah, in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thank you very, very, very much for hearing me and, and um, having this. This is really important and, and special to me. And I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. It was our pleasure. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> have, a, have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Man, that was awesome. For real. That was good. But like I said at the yeah. beginning, this was a long time coming. It was. It was. And, you know, I, the nice, the best part is when you, I mean, this is two back-to-back -back where you we have, well, actually, probably more than that, where our guest actually has a lot to say and that's so cool you know to actually have people that have a lot to say uh, yeah i mean like you know sometimes we can can go on and on about you know whatever random conversation we're on but sometimes people have 
just so much knowledge and so much thought on stuff and so much input that we just, I mean, we'd run out of time. We, we got, we got to hear more, but we're, we're out of time and we right. have to do more of these and, and, you know, start doing some it's uh, crazy. Like two hour specials or something like that at some point. So. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, you know, how do you determine that? It's, it's tough. I, I, I still think right now we have a setup and we have a, um, how do you want to say it? A sequence and how we do this. And I think it just works well. Uh, you know, in, in the sacrifice therein is the conversation with the people when you get that deep into it. Um, who knows, you know, maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can have a runoff segment, you know, where if the conversation is flowing that great and we have the time, right. We just let the conversation flow. We still keep it mixed within an hour, but then we use that runoff conversation for something else. I don't know. Who knows? We'll figure it out. We'll play. We'll play. There's got to be a way. There's all kinds of stuff we can come up with. So we'll, uh, we'll figure it out and start doing some more interactive things too. I think, you know, the funny thing is, bro, is when we started this, we were worried about filling up 15 minutes or a half hour. I know. Right. We had no clue. Like, how are we going to (laughs) do one hour podcast? Much less we we really had planned on doing one a week. That was like our goal at the beginning was like, let's start if we can accomplish one per week. That's it. Just one. The second week we did three and then we just kept doing three a week from there on. Sometimes we did more, but, uh, yeah, those were tough weeks, but you know, not really. It's never tough when it's, it's this fun. No, no. It's just like, it's just fun all the time. It's, it's nice to just have a relaxed thing that, you know, it might be considered work to some people, but, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's just kind of like uh, leisure time, you know, record a podcast yeah. and then I get up early in the morning and edit it in, in the morning before anybody else is awake. And it's, uh, you know, it doesn't really take too much of my time and it's, and it's a amazing amount of fun. Right. That's the best part. That's the most important part really right there, you know, because when you're spending time doing something that you enjoy, you're not, you don't feel like you're spending time. No, exactly. Exactly. You really so don't. It. You really don't. It is. I'm so fired up for this weekend, bro. I, you just don't know. I, I, I cannot wait. You're coming in at like midnight on Friday night and I'm going to be wired. I am going to be like <laughs> Red Bulls and freak. Am I, I mean, my heart's going to be blown out of my chest because I'm just going to be up. Right. And I don't even think I'm going to sleep Friday night because I'm so excited to actually meet you face to face and shake down. your damn hand. It's been a long know, time. And it's man. two days away. I know. Can't fucking wait, dude. I know it. I know it. This is going to be sick. So thank you everybody for showing up. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for your support. Thanks for the retweets. You know, this contest that we put out today is going to be sick. You know, the, the, the level and the amount of people's suggestions for guests is just off the hook. And I mean, everything from CZ all the way down to, I don't even know who the guy is and I don't care. I bring it, man. Come on. Let's see. Let's, let's learn who you are. Give us this opportunity to put you up on the pedestal. Let, let everybody know who you are. Right. Exactly. We've got, we've got a lot of really cool people to reach out to that I've never met before um, from that. And so, so yeah, I definitely want to thank everybody for suggesting those people on that giveaway post because that's just the beginning of a bunch of great relationships that we haven't started yet. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. This is just going to be sick for sure. So thank you guys so much for that. You all have a great evening. I look forward to talking to you guys on the next one and on Twitter and everywhere in between. So have a great night. Take it easy. Peace.